What's going down, family? It's your girl, the Radical Redhead, Cole Phillips, coming to you yet again for the fire, with the fire, on fire, here at No Ordinary Church Girl, Candid Conversations on Love, Pain, and Everything in Between. What's going down, Knock Nation? Let's get into it, family. Hey, it's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you. That's kind of what I feel like right Without now. Without a dope beat to step two. Hey, step, step two. Step, step two. two. Step two. Step Y'all don't know nothing about okay, that. Them sorry. youngins, they don't know nothing about that. No, they don't. I'm they sorry. Don't. You know, I wasn't going to talk at all. Hey, it's good. But you know, you, I always that's welcome my jam. you. You that's, know. That's my jam. That's good. I'm glad I brought it out of you. See, that's what's going on, man. See, when you got fire in the house, that's what happens. You just got that energy and it just flows. That's how it should be, Knock Nation. That's how it should be. How you doing, people? I'm doing great. Contrary to the world, contrary to all that's going on, I don't talk politics, but guess what? I'm going to talk a little bit, just a tad. So I tell you what, I need to catch you up, get you hip to what's happening. Got to do my therapy. You know what time it is. Let's get some news you absolutely cannot use. Last week's news you most certainly won't use. So allow me to catch you up into my world. So, okay, let's, let's start with. I told you there would be a part two, and I never like to say things that I don't follow through on. So here's the, there is a part two to just do it. We're going to talk today. Only we don't have my love, Demario, with us because he did a boo-boo. This man did not remember that he's not 18 anymore, and he decided to play with some young bucks on the basketball court, the game that he loves so much, and uh, toward at Achilles. Yeah, if you want to say, oh. I don't blame you, because I would say all too. It was pretty painful for him. It still is. He's actually in a cast right now. Shout out to my love. Love you. I'm sorry. Oh, boo boo. <laughs> but as you know, we are in a long distance relationship. He has yet to transition to Dallas. So, yeah, it's been a while since I'm I've seen my boo, and um, it's been a little little rough for us. But you guys keep him in your prayers. Send all types of positive vibes. He will be back. Expect more from the mister, um, now known as Dumario. Um, he will be back. And of course, we're going to continue with Just Do It. So be prepared for that. Now, aside from that, um, let's talk politics just a little bit. You know, I know you're not supposed to mix, they say, religion and politics. You know, that's like some governmental thing that I don't really pay attention to because you guys know I'm not uh, your ordinary church girl. So I don't pay attention to any of that. I break all the rules. You know, if it's not in the Bible don't talk to me. I'm going to break it. No, I'm kidding. I'm not that bad, but I, yeah, I am. So anyhow, let's talk about it, shall we? Politics. This is all I have to say. I have seen, and I actually posted it. If you're on uh, Knock Nation or No Ordinary Church Girls Instagram, you saw it. I actually posted about the fact that pandemic, a pandemic and politics have people getting out of position as it relates to their purpose. I know it's a lot of peas. Forgive me. I, I play on words like that. But the reason I said that is because I've seen more people, you know, I get it, Kamala Harris and uh, Mr. Pence, forgive me, I drew a blank on his name, so I know his last name. <laughs> I know he had a fly on his head, right? I've seen more of my Christian fam, and yes, I'm calling you out, come for me, debate me, I want you to. I've seen you, and I have to say I was a little disappointed. If we're supposed to be a light, Right. We're supposed to be a light to this world, be an example of what it is to walk out godly principles. You know, if that's that's the, that's what you believe. Right. Then why are you out here cussing? Just a question. I mean, yeah, hey, do you 
And I'm not shaming those who curse, okay? I was a avid cursor, okay? I probably curse better than all of y'all. I have a Bible I could write on how to cut somebody out using all the words and a couple of Eminem, Eminem, whatever you want to say in between. That's not the point. The point is, at some point, we have to stop the hypocrisy. We say we're this, we're that, we do this, we do that. But yet, I've seen more of my Christian family, and I'm just being real. I've seen more of you out here talking about that fly, and, and the common theme was, you know what flies are attracted to. Some of you said it. Some of you alluded to it. And all I'm saying is, is why? If God is love and we're supposed to love people, I get we're on opposite sides when it comes to politics. You have the Democrats, you've got the liberals, you've got the conservatives, you've got the Republicans and so on and so forth. It's just another level of division. At the end of the day, I love people. I love God. I don't care about your political background. Yeah. And I said it, I don't. What I care about is what is right. How do you do right by people? And if there are laws, rules, regulations, governments that are not doing right by the people, whoever those people are, right? then it needs to change. It's just that simple. And we are getting into a place where we are more uh, bullies. There are more bullies that are manifesting than ever before. And quite frankly, it makes me sad. You know, it does. Uh, As a person who tries our best to stand firm on the principles of God's word and and try to be that light and try to be um, who I say I am and why I'm a Christ follower and why I believe what I believe, but not to condemn anyone who doesn't, not to make someone to feel bad because they don't um, fall in line with my faith. Like, I'm not going to do that. I know what that feels like. And it feels pretty crappy. Maybe that's why I won't. But hey, that's my little rant, if you will, about the politics and the pandemic and what it's done to people's um, character and how you're getting out of position. And quite frankly, if you call yourself um, a minister, if you call yourself uh, an influencer, right, depending on your position and what you look like, I got to be honest, You're losing your position as it relates to your influence. The impact that you once had, don't be surprised if your words don't hold the same weight when all this is said and done. Um, And, you know, prayers to you. And I know I I serve a God that will turn it around, you know, and give you grace and mercy and allow you to correct. But at the same time, why have to go down the road if you don't have to? Stop being a bully. That's all I'm saying. Cut it out in my deep voice of seriousness is this is voice of god's angel cut it out okay i'm done (laughs) you guys know i gotta be humorous when i'm serious at the same time because it's just who i am other things and news in my world um my kids my son has traveled more than anyone in 2020 in the entire family tj he has been to louisiana he went to florida just this past week all in the name of baseball. And I have to tell you, this was the first time that mama had a little bit of anxiety that I had to get out of my head. Like I was really concerned, not so much about releasing him into um, the airlines and, you know, COVID and all that stuff. I've said my prayers. I I have my beliefs. We are wise in what we do. We play it safe, but at the same time, I'm not going to walk in fear. You know, if I feel at peace about something, I'm moving it. So I had peace about him going and he did his due diligence in, in being wise when he was there because he said, man, Florida, they doing the most. They not, they ain't wearing no mask, mom. <laughs> I said, really? And it made me feel good that he was being wise about his own health, though. But I got to tell you, they're getting older. I'm looking at Sean P. You guys have heard him on the show. Man, Sean P's voice is like straight baritone. Like you thought I was deep a few minutes ago. 
wait till I bring him back. Wait till I bring both of them back. One sounds 30 and the other one sounds 50. Like it's ridiculous. And I'm just like, why? I don't like it. So I'm whining, but it's, it's real. But at the same time, it's been good. I got to tell you guys, the pandemic has, honestly, I've prospered in the pandemic. And in this, again, I don't want anyone who has been hurt by this pandemic um, to, to not take this and make it take you, take you go or make you go deeper down in, in any space, space that you're in as far as darkness is concerned. But let this encourage you. My perspective changed and I began to take chances that I didn't, I guess, wouldn't do because of some of the comforts that I had previously. But then I began to see certain things and I'm like, well, why not? This is a great time to do this. Why not? And it's afforded me new opportunities. It's afforded me to get in other rooms with other people who have different talents that I can connect to and learn from and grow with. So, yeah, um, I got to tell you, it's all about perspective. If, if you haven't listened to Come Up in COVID, I want to I want to encourage you to go back and listen to that because it's very real. Like you do not have to let this pandemic keep you in a state of pain. You don't have to stay in a space of darkness. It's just, yeah. So once again, the news you absolutely cannot use. We're, we're eventually going to change that bite. I don't know. We may call it today's news, this week's news. I don't know, because it seems to be very purposeful. <laughs> I've got it. News. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah, because it's definitely not news you cannot use. I think I've already started going into my just do it, for, to be honest. It's like my segue. <laughs> oh, man. I can, can you guys tell I missed you? I missed you. I'm just having too much fun. I, who knows? I may talk for three hours. I'm totally kidding. I know you will like not listen to me that long. <laughs> but seriously, I really want you to take what I said um, and grow. It's time to grow in this. It's time to go and grow. So take the chance, um, you know, embark on something new. I don't care how small it is. I just want to encourage you to not allow this pandemic to continue to let you be a bully, to be bullied and not get out here and build something great. I, I just, I think you can, and I just want to encourage you to do it. So there you go. I like that. <laughs> so let's talk. Let's transition. Like I said, Today, we are still talking about just do it. Part two is going to be a little different. Obviously, my love, like I said, is not with me, um, but he'll be back. So we'll keep this train moving. We will. Just do it today. I want to talk about being willing to fall in love again. And the reason I want to talk about that is because as I have been walking out my own journey with love, this is more so not just in, say, pursuing a wife or um, looking for that husband, if you will. If that's where you are, it could just be in friendships. It could be within your family. Um, it could be within your children, right? Um, it, there's so many layers to relationships. And like I said earlier um, this year, we're going to start talking more and more about relationships because it's important that you understand the currency of heaven. And the currency of heaven is is honestly faith and people. God uses people to get his purpose to move forward and, and whatever your purpose is, it's connected some, to someone else's purpose and it all works uh, to the glory for him. And so when I think about relationships and how impactful and important they are, many of you don't have successful relationships, both professionally and personally, because you're not willing to fall in love again, fall in love again with your purpose, fall in love again with who you are, fall in love again with just what it is to be free in love. And so I want to take you through um, 
just a scripture. We're going to talk. You guys know I can't talk to you without having some word to back it up. So let's talk, shall we? I'm going to go to Isaiah, the 54th chapter. Isaiah talks a lot, just so you know, for those of you who don't read your Bible. Uh, yeah, Isaiah's got a lot to say. It's a lot of chapters. But it's Isaiah 54, and I'm looking at the fourth verse. It's the God's Word translation, because I like how it reads. And it says, don't be afraid because you won't be put to shame. Don't be discouraged because you won't be disgraced. You'll forget the shame you've had since you were young. You won't remember the, dis the disgrace of your husband's death anymore. Now, why did I choose that scripture? Again, that's Isaiah 54 in the fourth verse, because it talks about loss and what it is to lose, but not to be in shame of that lost anymore. Just to give you a little background on this particular um, chapter, if you will, this is the time where the children of Israel are in the wilderness, right? And God is speaking to them and guiding them throughout this time. And, and many of you right now are in a wilderness state. You're in a dark state. You're in an unknown state. You're in uncertainty and you're feeling some kind of way about it, right? And, and because you don't have the control, if you will, of knowing what to do next, there's this pause in your life. And, and this is what the children of Israel were going through. And God's trying to encourage the women in particular, because for those of you who don't know, before they left Egypt, before they were freed from Egypt, Pharaoh killed many children trying to find the Messiah. And because of that, there were a lot of women who were mourning. Can you imagine someone coming in and taking your firstborn and killing them? Do you have any idea? Like, I can't even conceptualize TJ being killed. I, I, that's not even something I want to conceptualize. But for the one who's been through it, for the one who has dealt with loss, this is what, that, this is what God is trying to comfort them in and letting them know that this pain will not be this deep anymore. I'm going to free you from that. I'm going to help you find peace somewhere in it. And so what I want you to think about, so let's translate this to how we can make this real for you. What was your firstborn? Maybe you didn't have any children. Maybe you haven't had any kids, right? But what was your firstborn? I'm going to say, what was the first time you fell in love? Think about the first time that you allowed yourself to be truly open to love. Many of us were probably teenagers, maybe younger if you're Sean P. Let him tell it. That joker there, sidebar. But, <laughs> you know, what What did your first love feel like? Now, I can tell you for me, I'm not going to say his name because I remember his name very vividly and he did me dirty, but it's all good. Like, we're friends now on Facebook. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Just, it just took me back. But in falling in love for the first time, it's like, everything's great. I'm so happy. I've got joy. I want to do everything. I want to try everything. I want to just anywhere with you. I'll go. Right. And then something happens and it shatters your entire world. Maybe it was when you got married and you thought, man, I found the one. Now I can just worry about building this great life. And they changed the game and they did something or they decided, nah, not for me. I'm out. Whatever it was, whatever that thing was, right, you know what it felt like. And unfortunately for many of you, you haven't allowed yourself to get past that. So you haven't been able to get to the space of what it was to be free in love again. And so I want you to start to think about what that felt like first. What did you, what was your mindset like? What was your spirit like? Like, were you just free? Where you just like every day you woke up, everything was rainbows and sunshine. Roses were everywhere. The, the ocean was so warm and the breeze hit your skin and you're just, oh, right. 
And then when the break happened, you built a wall. And when you tried to open up again and the break happened, you built another wall to the point where you have so much distance between you and a person that they never really truly get to know how great you are. And you never really get to know how great they are because you've built so many walls with the levels of pain that you've had to endure every time you open up. And I understand that. I understand that very well. To the point where I would venture to say there's a reason why you're not allowed to um, experience love again because your posture won't let you. For my uh, ghetto girls or my uh, ones who like to use different vernacular, your resting bee face. Or maybe you're like me or like I was, I'll say. And your posture that says, don't play with her. She, she, she's a woman you can tell she don't play. But it's a repellent. Because for the person who sees like so much in you, but yet see the guarded side of you more, they make a decision. Do I really want to fight through that? Because that's a lot of work that I'm not interested in doing. I don't really want to make that type of investment. I don't know what kind of return I'm I'm going to get. So I'll pass. And that's not just in, again, get out of the intimate side of relationships where we're talking, you know, a significant other and a spouse. I want you to think professionally even. How many times have you missed opportunities to prosper in your life because your posture was wrong, because you're still carrying your pain all over you? Your heart literally can be seen from the standpoint of it's guarded. And so you can't fall in love with purpose again. You can't fall in love with what it is to pursue something so great or see the vision and like, man, I'm going hard for this and inviting others along for the ride because you've you've gotten to a place where you're guarded and you don't want to allow anyone to hurt you at the level that you've been hurt ever again. I want you to think about how did you lose that? How did you lose that feeling of being free? Because again, You allowed that to happen. And I know many can say, well, no, this happened, that happened. You know, whether it was maybe you got raped, maybe you were molested, maybe you had to go through an affair, maybe you had to deal with a drug addicted significant other that took everything from you. I don't know. I'm just naming things that came to mind. Maybe you had a parent that decided they just didn't want a parent anymore. I don't know. But what I am saying is, how did you lose your love for love? Think about that. And why didn't you make a decision to turn the corner and give give yourself a chance to feel that again? Because ultimately, you're still held hostage to what happened versus looking forward and being more inquisitive about what could happen by letting go. The freedom that children have to this day And this is why God asks us to be childlike, not childish, but childlike. Kids can get mad at each other. You see, especially when they're young, they'll get mad at each other. You took my toy. He took my toy and they'll cry and they'll go to their other parent. The parent, the other kid will go to the other parent. They're mean. I don't like them. And then the parents will talk to them and say, no, they didn't mean it. You didn't mean it, did you? No, I just wanted to do blah, blah, blah. Right. And they'll figure it out. Okay. You're not that bad. Let's go play again five minutes later. But as we get older, no, nah, I remember what you did. No, nah, I haven't forgotten. No, nah, I don't trust you like that. No, nah, we're not good. Not seeking understanding, which is something that God asks us to do above all, any, above all else. Get understanding. 
get wisdom. Find the root of why a person is the way they are. Find the root of why they responded the way they did. Find the root of who they are, essentially. <laughs> but we don't do that because as soon as you harm us, if we've, we've lost that love, nah, got to go. See you later. And I can speak for me because that's, that's seemingly what I did. But it takes a level of courage, takes a level of boldness, bravery to allow yourself to feel what it is to love again. And how do you do that? You extend kindness. How do you do that? Well, you think, if it were me, how would I want to feel in this situation? Can I tell you, I have had several offenses happen to me in the last month. And when I say several, I mean some stupid stuff. Like, really? Why are you acting like that? And guess what I've been able to do? And I've been pretty proud of myself. So let me share it with you. I look at them as a kid. I literally say, this is not about me. This, this, what you're doing to me really isn't about me because I know what I extended to them was kind. So really they're looking at me through the lens of their pain somewhere else. So I choose to still extend that kindness back. I'll give you an example. I got an email from someone and they were going hard. Just I'm like, wow, really? Was it that serious? And I would in the future appreciate if I was more informed in a greater advanced time. You know, it was just nasty. This was my response. Thank you for your response. I apologize I didn't get back with you sooner. I can see how that can be frustrating. I'll do better. In the meantime, you can expect da 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 And it was like, you know, date and whatever. Now, someone else was like, oh, who are you talking to? I'm going to check. No, you don't come at me like that, right? But does that solve anything? And you know what she did? She didn't respond. So I know you think that she would have, oh, thank you. Appreciate it. You know, whatever. No, she didn't respond. I didn't, ex I didn't expect her to respond. But I knew it wasn't about me. I knew the source of it wasn't about me. What I'm telling you is, in order to allow yourself to love again, you got to move you out of the way. And that's the hardest part. Moving you out of the way, meaning don't make it about you, but make it about seeing them for who they are and how you can be the best example of what you expect to receive. That's hard. I'm not going to say it's easy, especially when you've been hurt. But it's one of the best things you can do to allow yourself to then later receive and you will receive the love you actually deserve because you keep putting out light. You choose light over darkness. How many times when, for the example I gave, you know, the, the nasty gram, how many times have you responded the same way? And what was the result? How many times have you gotten to debates and, and conflict? Have you been able to get what you actually ultimately wanted out of that? when you responded exactly how they responded. You don't, you know, you don't, it just agitates it further. It further creates chaos, right? Take the debate, shall we? Okay. If we look at what happened between Trump and Biden, they got nowhere. And quite frankly, I think the whole world was just like, did you get anything about any agendas or plans out of any of that? <laughs> no, because we're too busy attacking one another. That's what we did. That's what they did, rather. So how do you learn to love again? You extend what you desire. You have to be willing to be bold, brave, and courageous to extend what you desire to receive. 
Now, I have a whole lot more I'm going to say about that. But I want to start you there because we're going to keep this thing going about the how, if you will. I will say there's parts that you will need to remember. You got to forgive yourself first. I had to forgive myself for the things that I did. That it was okay that I didn't see that person for who they were that hurt me. And it's okay that I didn't know different because I didn't. But I know now. And I had to forgive the person that did it, right? The person's. I have to continually forgive myself and forgive the offense in order to continue to be open to receive love. Because you will. I'm a living testament to it, darling. It happens. So I want you to think and kind of settle in the fact of how you can begin to allow yourself to fall for love again. Because again, if I tell you from the principle of of scripture, if you will, God is patient, he's kind, does not keep record of wrongdoing. He's long-suffering. <laughs> Love never fails is another one, right? All those things is what God does for us every single day. Every day we wake up, he's kind enough to allow us to wake up. That's the first thing that I say thank you for. Because I know many of people who go to sleep and they don't wake up. I know I just experienced a loss in my family where a freak accident happened and he died. Like, just the mere fact that my sons are alive and are are going to see, I believe, 14 and 16. You know how many kids who didn't even get to 10 or even five? That's the kindness and the extension of God just affording the safety and security that he gives us every single day. So I remain in a grateful state of mind first, and it makes it easier for me to extend kindness, which in turn helps strengthen me to be patient with people because <laughs> people can be extra, right? But these are all the things that love is. And when you have that, then you are able to receive it in a whole different way. But if you keep the posture of defense, if you keep the posture of offense, meaning you are an offense, you automatically stay on the defense. So you become an offense to another. You don't afford yourself to to receive what it is to be kind. You don't afford what it is when you make a mistake and someone says, it's all right, let let me show you how to fix this because you've been patient with them. They're extending it back to you and their long suffering affords them to walk things out with you professionally or personally that are less than fun, right? But because of what you've done, the work that you've done in that relationship and more importantly with yourself, you were able to get what you so desperately desire. And so we're going to continue the conversation. I wanted to start it here because I do believe that we are in the season where you really need to know how to take care of self first, but then also know how to spread that same care that you give to yourself out in the atmosphere to others, because it is a cycle. It's the reciprocity is real. And if you don't learn how to start first with yourself and allowing yourself to feel what it is to love again, You're never going to be able to give it to anything that you do. And so I hope that this touched you in some sort of way. And if you're ready to start trying to live back into the freedom of what it is to to feel love, I have a very simple prayer that I want to extend to you that I believe would be um, helpful in that journey to start somewhere within yourself. I encourage you to do it when it's quiet by yourself. Um, You don't need to do it with anyone else because this is a journey for you first, right? And so it goes like this, God, I thank you for loving me. When I didn't love you back, you loved me. When I didn't talk to you, you loved me. When I cursed your name, you loved me. You protected me. You kept me. You covered me. You never left me. Thank you. 
God, help me be the same for myself and to those you place in my path. In Jesus' name, amen. There you go. It's simple. But the bold part is, are you willing to say, allow me? The, the, the back half is the most boldest part of that prayer is, God, help me to be the same for myself and to those you place in my path. That's the part that gets taxing. And that's the part that the test comes in at. Are you willing to extend what you want to receive? So family, you know what I love to say every single time. I want to continue this conversation with you. Get on Instagram and Facebook. No ordinary church girl. That's the handle. I want to hear from you. Get in the DM or comments when you see the post. I love talking to you all. It always brings me joy to know um, how any episode has touched your heart and what this is doing for you, because that's what I'm here for is to serve you and take you to higher heights and get you growing in God together with me. All right. So until next time, you know what I always say, may your Monday be far from ordinary and your week manifest into God's best. Love you much.